You know, I've been thinking about how I wanted to do this one for a while now. I actually finished the book in two days. It would have been one, but I had some things to do, so it was stretched into two. And I've just been sitting on it. Partially because I wanted to be careful how I was going to say all of this. I didn't want to be a hypocrite. This book changed me in a weird way. Or not even changed me. It put into words something that I've been feeling for a while. And even more so because of COVID. We're in a weird time. We're in a really weird time. You can lose your job just for the opinions that you have, the thoughts that you speak. And regardless of whether you feel that is warranted or not, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. Open communication is not necessarily supported today. And I think I've learned that through doing the podcast and through reading this book. And what all of that really points to is the need for financial independence. If you are reliant on a job, if you are reliant on a paycheck, somebody owns you. And I know that's kind of a harsh way to look at it, but everything about this book is removing, you know, unnecessary fluff. It's not about your feelings. It's not about those dreams that you don't act upon. It's about reality. And if you are reliant on a paycheck, that paycheck can be pulled out from under you at any time. And what would you do if you were suddenly fired and couldn't get a job for a month or three months or six months? Would you be okay? I wouldn't. I might be okay for the first few, but six? No. And how many people are like that? How many people are living from paycheck to paycheck? That scares me. That the idea, the idea of doing that for the next two years scares me, let alone the next 60 or the next 40. But that's the reality for most people. Most people go paycheck to paycheck and then live off social security. They live off whatever small fraction they get back. And it's easy to see that and be jaded. And I think this book frames what arguably I believe most people experience. And that's the desire to provide a better future for themselves, for their families, for their children. We all want that, right? And this book, very frankly, says, okay, you can get that. You can have that. But you have to put in the work to get there. I'm going to lay out the steps that I took. In a very tangible, easy to consume way. And whether you take something from that, whether you decide to form your own path, whatever you do, 
you have to do something. Right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. How many people are just getting that paycheck, not doing anything, and expecting to be a millionaire or to retire in a comfy way? Right? One of the themes that I really, that really resonated with me, I mean, the whole book resonated with me and it hit me, it hit me like a, like a brick. I've had these influences in my life that, you know, support college and it's a great path for some people. And you see that in the book, it it can be a great path, but it can also be a crutch. And just because you have that education doesn't mean you're going to be financially independent. It doesn't mean you will. It doesn't mean you won't. It still just comes back to you. And how you become financially literate. That's one of the terms that the book really tries to beat into you. Is this idea of financial literacy. And it's crazy to think about, but how many people actually are financially literate? I would argue not many. A a strong majority, I would argue, are not financially literate. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I think it depends on your goals, where you want to be in life. And if you want more for yourself, then yeah, I suppose it could be a bad thing. It is. Are you going out and just buying assets or are you going out and buying liabilities? Are you going out and spending that paycheck on things that aren't going to have any return? And it's a battle, right? You have to buy groceries. You have to pay rent. You have these expenses that have to come first. But then there are sacrifices that could be made to help. You know, maybe you drink at home. And have friends come over instead of going out to the bar. That's an easy sacrifice, right? Not easy in the sense that you're not going to feel like you're missing out. Because you probably will. But in the grand scheme of things. It's just difficult. It is difficult to look ahead 10 years. And realize that the decisions you are making today. Are going to determine where you land then. I mean, if there's one takeaway from the book, obviously financial independence is the big one. But I think sacrifice is another. I really believe that. And arguably, that's the hardest part. Because you can become financially literate. You can read, you can watch videos, you can read books like this one. But if you don't have the will to sacrifice unnecessary things and to save money and invest it and start acquiring assets. What's the point of all that knowledge? You're like the educated dad. You've got all this knowledge, but it doesn't apply to your goal of financial independence. I don't think the story could be framed in a better way. You know, I think everyone has that rich dad and poor dad inside of themselves and around them. And it's all about the one that you listen to. And you can take pieces from both. I think the book makes a good point about that. You can take pieces. 
but what what path do you ultimately want to fall into? You have to have fuck you money. Pardon my French. But that's what it is. You have to have fuck you money. Because if you don't, you are beholden to something. That's the idea that I keep coming back to. And that's the idea that kept hitting me as I read this book. And so how are you going to get there? How are you going to become financially independent? What steps are you going to take? And the reason it took so long for me to make this, the reason why I sat so long on the book, even though I read it so quickly, was I wasn't sure how this was going to be implemented in my life. I didn't want to be hypocritical about it. I didn't want to say all this and then, you know, keep living paycheck to paycheck and not make any changes. And I'm not sure yet. I'm still not quite sure how this is going to be, where I'm going to use this. But I know that I am. Because the alternative is too scary not to. The idea of working and making somebody else rich. And that's that's a feeling I've had for a long time. But sometimes, you know, the stars align. And you are in the perfect time and place to receive information that maybe you've previously been ignoring. And I think that's what it was for me. I don't think if I would have read this book five years ago, it would have had the same impact. It might have. I don't know. But I think there's something about the mix of COVID, of seeing all these people be laid off from their jobs, of people losing their jobs for voicing opinions and ideas that they have. It's like the perfect storm. And it makes you realize you got to get out of the rat race. You have to. Or at least I feel I have to. Maybe you'll read this book. Or maybe you've read this book. And, you know, it shook something inside of you. But you're not quite there yet. You've got a few excuses still brewing inside of you. And it's not your time. Okay. Might be. Everyone has different circumstances. We're all going through different phases in life. You should probably reread the book again then in a few years when you're ready for it. But you can still take away the message from it. And it messed me up. I had different plans before reading this book for my life. I'm still reworking those plans. But it it feels like priority number one now is having fuck you money and getting that. And acquiring these assets. And it's not going to be easy. I think the book lays that out as well. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. But you know what else is also hard? Working five days a week. 40 hours a week. And coming home with pennies. Essentially to the value that you're adding to whatever company you're working for. That's hard. And doing that for month after month, year after year, that's hard. So what hard do you want to do? And maybe you're like the educated dad. And there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you're in a line of service and you find 
a great deal of self-worth in that job. And just collecting that paycheck is enough for you. And that's okay. Maybe you're betting on Social Security. I think that's a dangerous bet nowadays. I don't know how much longer Social Security is going to be around. Which is a scary thought. But you can start taking steps. Maybe don't buy that that new car. Maybe invest in something that will return dividends like a stock or a monthly payment like buying a house and renting it out and then using that money to buy whatever you wanted to buy. I mean, it seems so simple and kudos to Robert Kurosaki for laying it out in that way because these ideas aren't complex. Make your money work for you so that you don't have to work. Essentially, when I go to sleep or when I clock out after work, I'm not making any money. That's the end of me making money for the day when I punch my time card. And then when I punch it in the morning, I start making money again. That's a shitty way to live. You want to be the person making money when you're sleeping. You want to be the person that is out playing golf or on a hike. Or doing whatever and still having money come in. That's the dream. For some. For me. Maybe for you. Probably for all of us. Whether we want to recognize it or not. That's the dream. Because if you are financially independent. You get the most valuable resource in life back. And that's your time. Imagine... What you could do with all the time you would save if you didn't have to work. I mean, imagine. That is a crazy concept. If you acquired enough assets by 30 or 40 or 50, you're still ahead of the game. And you have years to do whatever you want. Spend time with your family. Travel. The hardest part is just sacrificing in the present. To get there. I really like this book. I really like this book. And I see myself reading it again. Over my life. Because I think it's. It's an important book. And I. I wanted to say that I almost shot myself in the foot. With. Starting out with these. Hard books. But that's what life's about right. Challenging your ideas. Pushing yourself to become better. And if you want to do that, this is the book. This is a great start. As long as you take something from it that you can implement. Maybe it's real estate for you. Maybe it's stocks. Maybe it's creating a business. Real estate just seems... It was so enticing to me while reading just because of the tax benefits. It's so crazy what you can write off and the biggest cost on your wealth building ability is the taxes that you pay that sounds so crazy that sounds so crazy the idea that the people at the bottom of the ladder are paying more taxes than the people at the top and you can look at that and read that in this book because it keeps coming up 
and you can become jaded by that, which I partially did. Because everyone should pay taxes, right? But if you keep reading and allow your mind to be expanded a little bit and look at it from different angles, the point is made that these people are providing services, right? Housing, if you look at it like a service. And you get to write it off. Appreciation, depreciation, and amortization. Coming face-to-face with those three words throughout this book, every time it hit me. And it blew my mind. For someone who was not in this world, it blew my mind. The ability to write off so much. And man, when you look at your paycheck and you see all the taxes coming out, it's rough. It's rough. And I think that's another wake-up call for the rat race. You have to have another source of income. You just, you have to. Business, stocks, real estate, whatever it is. You need something that makes your money work for you. Because right now, I know personally, I'm working for my money. My money is not really working for me. Not to the extent that I want it to. Not to the extent where I'm sleeping and it's rolling in. Not by a long shot. But it's possible to get there. The book makes it abundantly clear that it is possible to get there. And sometimes it's important to have that little nudge of, okay, you can get here, but are you willing to do what is necessary to make it? If it were easy, everyone would do it. If it were easy, we would all be there. Maybe someday we'll align better with that. I don't know. But I know I don't want to die making somebody else rich. I don't think anybody does. And I don't want to spend my life working for someone else. Just even if I become rich doing that, I I wouldn't want to spend my life working for somebody else. I have so many goals and dreams like we all do. We all have things we want to pursue in life. And we don't have the time to do that because we have a job. We've got bills to pay. We've got whatever it is. You got to get your time back. You have to get your time back. That's the one thing we can't, we can't increase. And we don't know how much we have. And it's scary. Life is scary. So I don't know. I really like this book. And I'm still struggling to put into words all of the ideas that are rolling around in my head because of it. Because it had such an influence on me. And maybe that's cheesy to say. But it did. I think it was a wake-up call. It probably was that for you too. The question is, where do we go from here? What steps are we going to take? People are already laying the path. You just got to pay attention. It's not rocket science. I would argue that rocket science is a hell of a lot harder than than making money. It's a game. It's a game. Are you going to win it or are you going to be beaten by it? I think we should end on this. 
Because this is a thought that I always come back to, personally. You can't help the poor if you're one of them. And it sounds harsh, I guess you could say, when you when you say it out loud like that. And having just said it, I recognize it sounds harsh. But it's true. We all want to help people. But if you don't have time and you don't have money, you're not going to be helping anybody. You got to break out of the rat race. I think this book is a start. If you use it as one. I think this book is a start.